What's up, my people, and welcome to The Game Room, your bi-weekly video game podcast that took the whole week off next week just to play new video games. Are we just grown-up children in men's bodies? Maybe. Are we happy, though? You damn straight, we're happy. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have a lot of fun this week, but first, some introductions. You know me, I'm Michael McLeod, and joining me always from the great state of Virginia is Dwight Robinson. Say hello, Dwight. Hey, what's going on? And also joining us today is a special guest, someone I've been trying to get on here for a while, and we're finally making it work. My friend, and he is host of the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast, No Outside Food or Drink, Richard Bergman. Say hello, Thank Richard. You guys for, Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for being on. Uh, yep. Tell us a little bit about yourself uh, so I don't have to go through all the rigmarole. I think I covered the basics right there. but Oh, dear God. Well, I didn't know I was going to have to do an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, longtime gamer, collector, uh, preservationist, I guess, is what some of us have kind of crossed over into. Mm-hmm. Uh, met Michael. Um, I knew the Switch pre-orders were going to go live at a certain time at, at the local GameStop store. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to get here early. I already cleared it through work. My boss knows I'm going to be late. And I I'm, I know I'm going to be the first one there. So I pull up to this GameStop, and there's this giant dude. Michael, you are a large fellow. Yeah. There's a giant dude next to the next to the door. So I take a picture and send it to my coworkers like, look at this guy. Somebody's already out here. And uh, hit it off talking to you in line. And we I think the very first day we met, we were talking about potentially podcasting together and creating content and stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, that uh, that was our. That's kind of our origin story. I mentioned I guess. Dwight to Dwight. Uh, you have a uh, very um, stalker esque photo of me standing outside the GameStop. <laughs> I do. Hey, hey, who 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 else has a good picture of one of their closest friends before you that's even true. met? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I didn't even have to peer in through your blinds to take it. <laughs> good to know. If you have one of those, just just don't um, tell me. So those are. Right. That's in the secret file. Um. I like I like new school stuff. I like old school stuff. When when Michael invited me on to this particular episode, I actually had to clarify with him like, okay, God, <laughs> I have to go through the past like seven years and pick out the non old man games that I played. Because <laughs> right now I'm knee deep in Sly Cooper, so it's not like I'm playing uh, Days Gone I, I, or right. something. I'm kind of like you. So, I'm, I'm yeah. playing Tony Hawk's Underground along with Doom Eternal, so <laughs> there uh, we go. expansion. So I'm I'm always on something old too. So. But last week, we talked with Alejandro and Jordan about their favorite games from this last generation. That was kind of a taste to come of what's happening this week. This week, I wanted the more, I guess, prolific people that I know. Like, no offense to Jordan or Alejandro, but you guys are like creme de la creme, 10 out of 10 gaming people that I know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but for very... Oh, for God, very, I got to reevaluate my list. Yeah, very Take different that reasons. See my list. I mean, that's, that's, you know, we're all going to have very different lists, uh, but we're all like... Yeah. I would I would I would say we're all very ten out of ten gaming people for the most part. So I bet there are I bet there's two uh, games. My, that list, all have my list is very list. Yeah, my list is very know. Michael related. So <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna guess okay at least one. I'll two, give us one. We no all have problem. one game. Just both of you because you know me. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. Let's just get right into it. Richard, why don't you go first since you're the the guest of honor today. <laughs> and I'm go I'm going oh, from ten God, to here one. I don't know how you guys. All right, I, I've actually got physical. I, I have no order on mine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I'm doing for mine. Okay. I definitely have a ten, and I definitely have a one. Everything in there is is weighted. I don't know. Enjoyed it most. Super important. You know, it it has some, some different some qualifications. Yeah. Range. Same. 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 Okay. <clears throat> yep. All right. This one was like my first. 
that I was really looking forward to next gen, even though it came out on the, the last generation of platforms. And this, just a little bit more backstory in me, I guess. This generation was dominated by me becoming a dad. Like the PS3 came out two months before I became a dad. So I automatically had that on top of whatever gaming time I had was having a baby, infant, a you baby. know, child now, kindergartner and first grader. So, yeah. So it changes uh, changes the way you play games. Um, a good friend of mine also got a PS4 and this game right after it came out. And we spent a lot of time with our kids just like passed out on the couch because we could finally get them to sleep playing this game online co-op together. This is uh, Destiny okay. for the PlayStation. I kind of saw where this was going a little bit. Um, but yeah. I don't have... I, <laughs> I don't know that I would ever go back to this. I have no interest in going back to the second one. Um, I think I saw everything there was to see in here outside of the raids, and I killed that purple eyeball 70 times. But uh, it, it definitely it, it stands out just in, in where it appeared in my life in this past generation, in the past seven years. So that's uh, uh, Bungie Classic Destiny, over 180 uh, oh, okay. nominations in each. Is that the full title? <laughs> it says on the box. That's the full title. You got to say that or no one's going to know what you're talking about. I got you. That's uh, the subtitle. Dwight, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll go last in this situation. All right, so we're just throwing out one each. Uh, yep, yep. Just that's. I, it can't be a long episode. I got to go to work after this, guys. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just want a disclaimer. <laughs> so I have like five games of the generation that are brand new and in mm. five games of the generation there are like remasters or, or like re-releases that i thought were amazing so i separate those nice. as long uh, as it's memorable to nice. you i was gonna put a no remasters uh limit on this but you know what if, if you if you There's have some, fond memories of it if, yeah if it's on this list cares? it's just not, go for this it. is not just like a basic re-release but um i've got several that break that rule in my yeah, yeah. That's, why, that's why i was just like i'm not really worried about it. i have two remasters on my list anyway so it was important though, because if this is like the best way you can play one of these games that you treasure, right. that's, that stands that's, out. That's in the my version mind. of the yeah. game in okay. your mind. So, oh yeah. So my top for the generation is actually, man, that's pretty hard. Um, <laughs> I'll say Monster Hunter World actually. Okay. If I was gonna go with one, just because you know I've been playing, you know, as you know, uh, Mike, I've been playing Monster Hunter for a long time, really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard, this like, was the guy that got me into Monster Hunter originally so yeah <laughs> always been super excited about it but it's kind of like you know it was never in the mainstream it was always just relegated to um to uh, portable consoles as opposed you know except for try yeah. on wii and um the early ones on ps2 that not a lot of people played and the one um they released some others later but so this was the first major triple a console you know monster hunter i remember when they first announced it at an E3 some years ago, I was freaking the hell out. It was like the first time I was super excited about something to come out. Um, it came out, it changed a lot of stuff, added, you know, fixed a lot of things. It was just, to me, it was just like the game of the generation for me. If I, if I was going to pick a top one, um, okay. you know, this, this is, it was real, you know, next gen shit. I was super into it for a while summer. too, but it did not make my list uh, just because there's so much other stuff. But I mean, it was, it was a contender. I had to, I had to delete it from, yeah, you played it from the time. candidates. So I mean, correct. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's Capcom's number one selling video game now of all time. I believe uh, it is. Yeah, I believe yeah. you're right with that. Yeah, I believe it is. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. It was edged out Street Fighter Two, I think, didn't it? That was that was it beforehand. Mm-hmm. I believe and so. It's like, but that's come out on eighty different. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. That that one's kind of a cheat. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Uh, well, I'll give my first one. This is a re- my first my first two. I guess going from ten to one are going to be remasters, just because I wanted to get the remasters kind of out of the way. This is going to be four two eight Shibuya Scramble, mm. which is is probably the most Japanese game on this list that you're probably going to hear at all. It is the most weird <laughs> ass thing. The entire game is is someone even argues not really a game so much because it's it's all text. Mm. It's text with static images. Uh, it is kind of like a the ultimate choose your own adventure book. Mm. So you you have five different intertwining protagonists and just just seeing what happens to them. Honestly, it's kind of more fun just to pick the wrong choice, just to see what happens to them. Right. But uh, yeah, just the charm of that game is blew me away. And this originally came out on the Wii, but uh, not in America. So I mean, this could you could run this on a phone. I'm surprised. This isn't on more things because right now in in English it's only on PC and PS4. But four two eight Shibuya Scramble definitely love that game. Recommend it to anybody. Don't be turned off by the fact that it there's no graphics at all. So I, I played the demo. I thought it was yeah. pretty good. There was a demo. I did not know that. So play a demo. Yeah, yeah. There's a demo on um, on PS4. Okay. Yeah it, it it's it's like a it's like a forty hour game too. Demos, it is not but... short. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would think something like that would not, but no, it it keeps going and going. But I stayed intrigued the whole way through, uh, regardless of how archaic in design it was. But there you go. I hope we don't lose demos going into this next gen. You know, I don't that's, think we will. I used to look forward to demo discs and having uh, the demo disc or demo you know, compilation yeah, to go through. De- I think demos will still be a thing. Honestly, I think they're going to go yeah. more for like timed full game demos as opposed to catered like specific slice demos um, yeah i got you especially if it's quicker to download on those ssds you right. know if we can get it quicker and, and play it faster it's like a yeah. free to start sort of situation and then you can just buy your save file carries over and everything yep like, uh, dragon there quest uh 11 just had their xbox and uh, 11s and they had their demo it's the same one that's on switch pc and yeah. you can play yeah. up to 10 hours 10 hours yep. right yep. I, yeah yeah i predict that and uh Probably they'll still do like betas and stuff for multiplayer stuff. Oh, but of course. I doubt there's going to be a lot of early access, early uh, single player demos like how we're used to. You know, I don't oh, no. think they're really yeah, going to no. do that because it takes away development time and all that. So um, I doubt that they'll yeah. probably put out like a time demo at release or after or something. I got you. All right, uh, go ahead, Richard. You're next. All right, this is one I'm suspecting on everyone's. Uh... I bet it's not on mine. Well, maybe. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. You don't we'll think see. so? We'll see. <laughs> All right. So this, uh, I was looking forward to this as, a, as another next-gen title. Um, I took a day off work for this to mm-hmm. go pick it up. And uh, this is actually, maybe this is the cheater version because this is the complete edition. Uh, the developer actually wrote a note in the case when you picked up the game. Thank uh, you for I already purchasing know what you're talking about. Promising you content updates. And uh, this includes all the DLC. And they've promised a free upgrade to PS5 and Xbox Super One if you have it on there. But it is The Witcher 3, The Absolutely Wild Hunt. Absolutely excited for that. That was another one, though, that is not on my list. But yeah, it's not on oh, the God. Light Monster Hunter, it <laughs> was on the, the initial list of like 40 games, and I had to strike it. Okay. Yeah. I thought I picked some toss-ups here, so I'm, I'm pretty game. glad I, I'm, I'm yeah, glad I stuck game. with my list. I think list. that that's going to be on a lot of people's lists if you, you know, oh, once yeah. IGN and all the rest of them start. If this list were list. longer, it would be on my list as well. I just, yeah. I had to, I had to think, okay, what really stuck out to me personally, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you. The Witcher yep. 3 is amazing. Great, great experience. Mm. All right, so I guess I'm going next. Uh, <laughs> you are. Um, also, at the end of this, uh, 
I have something common about every single game that's on my list, and we'll see if you figure out what that is later. But okay. For, what so was right the first now, one, Monster Hunter? I got. I got to find out. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta write these down. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick this pattern out too. <laughs> So far, it's Capcom games. So the the my next one on this list, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five Phantom Pain, okay, is on my list. Ooh. Really love that game. You know, I've Me always too. loved Metal Gear Solid games. Um, I legit almost put Ground Zeroes in my top ten. I loved that, that little, bit the little preview crude, yeah. of Ground Zeroes. Oh man, it was just such a playground. Yeah, but yeah go ahead. Dwayne. It was amazing. I think it's pretty much just like a natural progression of uh, uh you know Metal Gear Solid 3 um Peace Walker the whole base building and everything they did in Peace Walker I loved the hell out of Peace Walker in Metal Gear Solid 3 my favorite Metal Gear Solid game of all time is Metal Gear Solid 3 um subsistence yes. amazing game amazing game um I yes. cried like a bitch at the end I mean it's, <laughs> we all did okay that's that's probably one of the few times I was like oh holy shit we all sat down the controller but, uh, like I don't have to do this right I'm, I'm good yeah I'm, I know just exactly. and he just like stood there you know with the gun in his hand oh. I'm like no don't make me do it oh. <laughs> video games aren't for me <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um yeah Phantom Pain was amazing you know the lead up to it and everything was um was pretty sweet um that's when I really thought that Hideo Kojima is starting to get like high off his own supply. <laughs> was the the announcement of that, and of course going into like Death Stranding, I was like, all right, we get it. <laughs> this is what you do. We get it. Um, There's nobody like it. But him. yeah, yeah. Open world, which I can't stand. Open world games normally, you know, Michael can uh, can attest to this. I cannot stand open world games normally, but it played so smooth, looked so great, and it was it was really focused. You know, there wasn't a uh, fishing side missions and and yeah, and no fucking, radio towers or and yeah, side like just random bullshit that you had yeah. to do. You're just you're sneaking in, getting something, getting back out, or you know, wiping everybody out if you want to. Uh, recruiting people to go to your base. I mean, it's just it's focused on what you know what it's all about. So, it's, you know, really appreciated that. So yeah, definitely on my list. I got you. <clears throat> all right, I'm writing these down so I can get the. Uh, so far, I have that they start with M. But we'll see. <laughs> yeah, you broke the Capcom thing. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. And I got they're all Japanese, too. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll continue on. Uh, mm. So for me, the next one, I, I'm kind of putting in that remaster category. And the, that's the reason it's not higher on this list. But uh, it's Persona 5. Mm. And I specifically say Persona 5 over Persona 5. Uh, Royale. Royale. Because I have not finished Royale. That would mm. probably be it. But uh, I have not finished that one. So... Just base Persona 5, not my favorite Persona game. I think that still probably goes to 4 Golden. But mm. even still, the, the general loop of a Persona game is a standard JRPG, turn-based. You know, you go into dungeons, you do battles with demons, that sort of thing. But the, yeah. the thing that I love about it personally that makes it stand out is the non-JRPG uh, parts of it. The days where nothing's going on. The days where you're trying to decide what you're going to do. Do you want to take a job and get some money? Do you want to... You can play a game within the game to level up your proficiency. You can watch DVDs. <laughs> you can go eat. Just like all regular, all <laughs> daily shit. And it sounds boring, but it's really interesting to me because everything you do affects your charm, your personality, and you have different stats that can affect different things. What friend you want to hang out with. That sort of thing right there gets me and makes me engage. And it's it's one of those games where I'll start it and then... I'll look over at the clock and be like, holy shit, it's been like two hours. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> like, where did the time go? So, 
it's definitely got to be Persona 5 for me for my next pick. Sweet. It's awesome. And it's going to be in that uh, PlayStation Plus collection for PS5. It is. Day it's one. way yeah. too long to play yeah. again. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I bought it at like Black Friday two years ago. Never even started mm-hmm. it up. But I did it's watch a- the entire anime. So... The anime is not that, that great either. That's the thing. Like no, that it's Persona not. 4 anime it's is really good. I Persona 4 anime, is, the 5 anime yeah. is not great. It is not. Not, not very much. <laughs> yeah, the game is way better, I assure you. So Sweet. All right, Rich. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, this was also out on last gen. Uh, probably shouldn't have been. It uh, didn't run very well. <laughs> and it has since been ported to Everything Under the Sun. Mm-hmm. This is one of my all-time favorite games. You can always pick this up, start a new character. This is the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Special Edition for PS4. Also available on Xbox One. Um, It includes all the DLC. It's gorgeous. PS4 Pro enhanced. Uh, I have the VR one. I haven't played that at all. Mm. So that didn't make the cut. But um, it's kind of self-explanatory. You can sink hours into this. You can start new profiles. New characters. You know, there's a whole meme about, all right, let's start this up. Start this bullshit again for another... (laughs) 18,000 That's the thing. Time. I don't think I've never actually gone all the way through uh, sorry, through that entire game. Uh, but I've started it I've never beat times. it either. <laughs> I've so yeah, exactly. many hours I've in probably, it. Yeah. If, I, if I would have played the amount of hours yeah. that I did all together, it would have been done. Yep. I got to the PS3, you know, when you would save over PS3 over and over and over, and then it just got to a point where you could mm-hmm. never load your save file or it would <laughs> crash. I actually broke my PS3 save file. I have it on just about every system it's available for. That's an awesome game. I, I will probably purchase four. <laughs> yeah, next I mean, I probably will because I mean, you know they're not going to give you an Xbox. You know they're not going to give you an upgrade. I have it on, <laughs> I have it on 360 and I have an Xbox One. So I want to have it for PC. So yeah, there's four four that's versions right. I own myself. I think that's right. It's now a first party studio. Oh, that's yeah. right. Point. Yes. Yes, it is. Yep. Yes, it is. Only I on Xbox. I played the last three Elder Scrolls games. So Skyrim, Oblivion, and uh, Morrowind. <clears throat> And I play each of them maybe like a total of like two hours altogether. But yeah, that's not enough. Oh, that's get that's going through the like intro, yeah. like the sewers and stuff. You got to get out into the I world. A, I have a friend of mine that will live and die by you know Morrowind and Oblivion, and um, you know I love, love Oblivion Skyrim. way more than any um, of them. Yeah. Oblivion Morrowind is Morrowind awesome. on the original Xbox. I mean, I would have to say you'd really have to be a fan. Um, but yeah, at, the, at that time, it's rough. It, it was it's rough. rough. Um, yeah. So I, I definitely see the appeal, but yeah, I, I can't do it. <laughs> I got you. But yeah. All right. What's your next M game, Dwight? I, I guess that's me. So my next one <laughs> is one that, um, I don't know if, I guess it's not super, uh, super popular because it was killed by a game that is super popular and that's Paragon, which, damn. I, I loved Paragon, oh. but um, what is this Paragon is why again? I have a huge. We met the guy. We met the guy who played Paragon. <laughs> He's here. Yes. He's on the show. Holy so hell! So Paragon is um is a 3D action oriented MOBA. So it's like it's from third person. So it's Smite almost then, to a degree. Right. I mean, it's the same gameplay type, but the level of Battleborn, uh, I guess graphics fidelity between uh, Smite and Paragon is is insane. Paragon was a Unreal Engine four game that Epic Epic made Paragon, so they threw all their weight behind it. This is an amazing looking game. If you've never seen it before, Paragon is an amazing looking game, amazing playing game. Performance was insane. 
Um, the gameplay itself, they kind of reiterated on it a few times, but it was one of the first few games that I played that was cross-play between PC and PS4. I had a friend of mine that was um, um, deployed um, in Alaska, and he would play on PC. I'd play on PS4. I had another friend that was deployed um, overseas, but then when he was here in uh, Tennessee, I believe, all three of us would play, you know, on different systems and everything. And this is before... You know, crossplay was a thing, and it was like super awesome. This is not, obviously not the first game yeah. to, um, to have mm-hmm. crossplay or whatever, but it was one of the first major ones on PS4 that I played, and actually took advantage of that crossplay extensively. I have hundreds of hours in Paragon, and then Fortnite at the time. Fortnite is what killed it. Fortnite at the time was just that you know building towers bullshit that nobody was really playing, and then they had this. <laughs> You know, great idea is that, hey, why don't we do this Battle Royale thing that's starting to take off or whatever. And Let's copy PUBG mechanics. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did that, and then it, like, exploded in popularity. And Epic was like, you know what? Fuck Paragon. Let's get everybody on Fortnite and push that for it. So they ended <laughs> Paragon just, to, you know, to push, for, uh, to push Fortnite. And so Paragon is dead now, if you didn't know that. It's super dead. It's been dead for three years. Um, so the... Uh, uh, was a Fortnite is standing on Paragon's uh, corpse right now. Um, they <laughs> oh, released Epic released the uh, assets for Paragon, so now there's like three or four um, fan games that are trying that are touting themselves as like Paragon Two or whatever. So they're mm. actually pushing forward with those. They actually got pretty far with some of them, so they look pretty good. But I mean, anybody who actually played it and was actually there, it was an amazing game. That's the only there. reason. That's the only reason why I even care about MOBAs. I really don't get much into them. I definitely didn't care about like League of Legends or anything. But playing that, I was like, holy shit, I might have to take a second look at some of these or whatever. Amazing game. But yeah. You'll be that guy then, because that definitely won't be me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, is it me now, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So this was kind of like a surprise hit for me. I talked about it on the No Podcast back in the day, but uh, this was... Uh, you just see stuff on Game Pass and you just download it and you're just yeah. like, okay, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, whatever. Let me let me give this a go. Next thing I know, I, I ran through this whole game, um, mm. and this is going to be Strange Brigade. Strange. <laughs> oh man, you put that on your list. That's no. great. I All put right. it on my list just because <laughs> it was such a massive surprise how this. much I enjoyed it. Mm. And this is kind of like a yeah. uh, a Left for Dead meets Uncharted sort of situation where it's yeah. it's a four player co op shooter, but you have puzzle elements you have to solve. It's all in third person, and it has this really sort of radio drama, 40s, serial Indiana Jones aesthetic behind I was, it. I was supposed to say closer to Indiana Jones than Uncharted, but yeah. Yeah, I, I get you. Well, the third person shooting is kind of where I got the Uncharted right, from. Right, right, right. But uh, the the narrator is just hilarious throughout the entire thing, and it just it just oozes charm, I guess, if uh, mm. if I wanted to put anything behind it, but... It's definitely better with four people if you can get four people on, but mm. even by yourself, it's a blast and it runs super smooth. It's one of the few games that supports keyboard and mouse on console, mm. uh, so that's also super helpful because it, it, the aim oh. assist is uh, admittedly kind of weak. Mm. But uh, yeah, man, uh, Stranger Brigade. It's not on Game Pass anymore, but it's super cheap if you can mm. get it and find some buddies to play oh, with. It's it is a blast. Okay, I think I picked it up. 
for PS4 after you mentioned it? Uh, I, think I, I have a physical copy for PS4. I have a physical copy on Xbox, uh, the collector's edition, actually, and I have a digital copy on PS4 <laughs> just in case anyone wants to play. Excellent. I think, just I, I, in think case. I played it on, um, on Game Pass when I was out. It's a lot like uh, The Mummy. Those Brendan Fraser movies. Yes, they, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It has that yeah. sort of aesthetic. The but... campy serial. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's, it's great. It's, really good. it's fantastic. It's a good-ass movie. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it just kind of... These these games that I'm mentioning, they may not technically be the best games, but they're, they're what stuck out to right. me over this right, generation. Right, 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 right. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, Same with me. That's why Death is on my list. But yeah, go ahead. There <clears throat> yeah, go, Richard. How about you? Uh, back around to me, I was a PS4 day one adopter. It took like a year and a half to come around on the Xbox, but uh, they really brought it. Uh, is this? I guess the second E3 they had. They brought in Phil Spencer. Don Matrick was gone. They unhooked the camera. It was just they started going in the consumer friendly mm-hmm. side that they were going. Uh, we got backwards compatibility announced. They just really, the Xbox really took off. I think after that that second year. But one of the games that uh, I love compilations. I love game preservation. I know what it is. And uh, one of the games that they announced. <laughs> yeah. You know what it is. One of the games they announced that E3 mm-hmm. was uh, Rare Replay, and I almost cheated. I almost cheated because there's a dual skew and that Gears. includes Rare Replay <laughs> and the Gears of War Ultimate Edition remaster, and that almost got on here. I mean, and that's I almost because those were two games that sold me so on the Xbox games, One. But I mean, it it is on one disc, so I you know hey, it's it. Come on, Banjo Kazooie conquers Bad Fur Day. Uh, Banjo Kazooie nuts and bolts. Battle Toads, Jet Force Gemini, Blast Corps, uh, Jetpack, Grab by the Zero Fun is on. This there, is right? just Perfect Dark <laughs> Zero Fun, <laughs> as well as the. The best Perfect Dark, mm-hmm. the first one. Hopefully see, we see some kinda, more from yeah, Perfect Dark. So. But it was just, I want more catalog compilations like that. It was just, you know, Rare's been a great developer for 30 plus years. And this, all right, it's all on this Blu-ray. Here you go. And it's on Game Pass exactly. now. So. And it's it's one of those things, if you're not a big Xbox but, uh, guy, because you, you know, maybe you only buy stuff for exclusives, that's like a no-brainer. You, yeah. That's, that's it's, yeah, it's got to be part of your collection. So. You have to have it. All right, yep. so my next one here, uh, <clears throat> you know, if Mike already knows, I'm you know really really into fighting games, love fighting games. Especially what really? This is news games. to me, right? Yeah, this, I'm joking. <laughs> this is new. Um, that's, Paragon threw me off on your things in common list, by the way, but <laughs> yeah, I have no clue yes, now. I'm yes. lost. So, <laughs> so the um, uh, this next game, I think pushed forward the 2d fighting game genre a lot this generation um a lot of the most popular games out right now pretty much originated from this one um and it's been a long it's you know part of a series i've been playing for years um especially on xbox is a guilty gear xr so guilty gear xr is not on xbox it's playstation only um when i originally bought my ps4 the only reason why i bought my ps4 was to get street fighter 5 because Street Fighter Five was going to be exclusive, um, <laughs> but then when I got the PS4, yeah. the one I actually liked playing more, and which I think, which I I personally thought pushed the genre forward, was XR. XR looks amazing. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the first trailer for it, but when they showed the first trailer, and you know people were looking and said, like, oh, okay, you know, I figured they'd do the same thing as like uh, Blaze Blue or something. It was just two D. Um, and I was just excited to get a new Guilty Gear because I haven't played one in, in, you know, almost a decade at that point. Uh, but then the camera, you know, they clash or whatever, and mm. then the camera moves around. It shows that it's 3D, and it just blows everybody away that it looks... They use a lot of 2D animation 
tricks and like styles and everything like that in 3D in the 3D space which nobody else has, has been able to do no one not even Capcom Capcom still hasn't figured that shit out um, Arc System Works did it and now they have all these other fucking fighting games based off of that mm-hmm. um, the, Dragon Ball Fighters does that Dragon Ball uh, notoriously Fighters, if you Grand... watch the zoomed out camera on some of this stuff it's hilarious to see how like they yeah. they make some of these effects look yeah, yeah like characters heads will get all big and stuff just to mm-hmm. uh, work for the camera angles all the different because if, if you look at like anime techniques or whatever the force perspective stuff is just like you can't do that with a 3d model you can't do it with a 3d model and then make it look like 2d animation you have to be able to like warp them and change it around and do all sorts of crazy shit and they figured that shit out uh grand blue um uh fantasy versus is also like that and they have a couple others in the pipeline or whatever and a new guilty gear that to me was like this was the next gen game like fighting game to me was that besides just looking better um so yeah absolutely I uh, got you. Yeah, I've actually been looking at that Grand Blue. It's on Game, pa- uh, not Game Pass, Game Fly for like twenty bucks. Jump. I'm, I'm tempted to buy it, even though I know I'm not really gonna play it. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting for like an Ultimate Edition because it's one of those games where it has like ten characters in it, and then the ah, other thirty characters you. you have to get in a, you have to get download as DLC. So okay, so don't buy it. Got yeah, it. That's a trend I I don't really like with fighting games right now, but yeah, duly noted. <laughs> okay. Uh, my next one is going to be, I'm just going to just jump out there. It's going to be Ghost Recon Wildlands. And I've talked about this I've extensively. This yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Actually. Yeah. Richard has played it <laughs> very, very frustratingly. Uh, the Splinter Cell mission, we had to sneak into this one area and we died. What? Far, fucking 50 times trying to get in. There. It was fun though. You couldn't get it seen. Was fun, though. It, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. I mean, we, we, we struggled through eventually. We found 49 ways not to go me. through the level. <laughs> Because it's not a sneaking game, but you have to sneak in this one. You get seen. It's like it's done. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I play this game wrong. I guess if you want to, if you want to, traditionally, this would be a four-player co-op shooter. But I play with AI teammates most of the time. But it is way more <laughs> fun if you have people. This is the same thing with Stranger Brigade. Mm-hmm. You just get somebody else if you can. But uh, yeah, I find myself playing this for like twenty hours, and I'll just be on it. And then I'll fall off for a couple months, but I always come back to it. I even come back to this more often, even even though Breakpoint is out. Breakpoint needs to be on next gen and not this gen. <laughs> There's one of those. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of games right now. Like it, Control. It, it struggles. Control it, is it, a yes. is a next gen game that came out too early. <laughs> yeah, Breakpoint's the same way. So I'm actually pretty excited to get back into Ghost Recon next gen because uh, I've I've exhausted Ghost Recon Wildlands. It's not the most story, you know, heavy thing, but I mean, it's fun just to, if you just want to shoot some dudes, you know, takes down some shoot drug some warlords. <laughs> yeah, shoot some dudes, uh, wildlands. Shoot some dudes. <laughs> You've tamed the wildlands. Yeah, and you're constantly just getting new guns and new armor or new, you know, new cosmetics or whatever. So, I mean, new stuff. New stuff. I mean, that's. Is Breakpoint getting a next gen upgrade? Have they it said It better be. I, I mean, if you heard anything about yeah. it, but. They locked the frame rate down. I'd be okay with that. Like, that's all I really want. They've been good with that cross-play type stuff, and now they have the, like the cross-saving across platforms, so you don't have to restart characters across PC and Xbox and everything. I think so if they were smart, they would do one based off skews. of just how poorly yeah. it sold for them. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's it for me. Uh, speaking of selling poorly. Oh, yeah. Segue. I'll segue <laughs> out most, of that one. Most of mine are uh, there. <laughs> it's a little bit. Yeah, right. 
So a little backstory. Uh, Sony used to do these E3 presentation things in movie theaters. I tried to get Michael to come to one, but it's like he had to work that morning or something. The schedule was off. Yeah, I tried. But I tried. Uh, Oh, you did. You did. For a couple of years, um, they were showing off this game, and it would just be this awesome cinematic experience, and then it would just go right into gameplay. And they, they did it a couple of years later with Horizon Zero Dawn, and the just this is one that, that Sony people were touting. It was this great exclusive and I thought it held up to that billing, and it was critically panned when it came out. Um, the sequel was canceled. The studio, the studio who had been with Sony forever, is now making Facebook games. I believe is is where they went to. Uh, but this title is The Order 1886 for <laughs> PlayStation Four. I I love I love, I love this too. game, and uh, anybody that I talk to who really likes games outside of Game Press yeah. and critics who panned it, everyone loves this title. So. Uh, it's not long. It kind of ends on a cliffhanger. It's not even. It's, it's not even normal length. It's very tight. short. Even if, if we. Yeah, it's very yeah. short. Yeah. It's very short. It's it's very linear, but it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It has memorable characters, twisting storyline. It it was like a next generation uh, yeah. PS2 style yeah. adventure to me, and that that's that's what I wanted at the time, and it, it to me it lived up to everything. This game has it, the best it atmosphere, to be. I think of. Uh, it's like a, a lot of stuff even it now. Does. It's Still. like an elaborate tech demo, honestly. It looks amazing. And the <laughs> time that it came out, it was definitely one of the best looking it's games still you could get at that time. It was it was amazing. Um better than um Killzone Shadowfall, I, I would say. Um in a look in the looks department. Right. Um definitely. <laughs> All right. That's a weird segue onto uh, Killzone on your list, Wayne. <laughs> so Killzone is... We'll have to have words. <laughs> Don't tell us about Killzone. Killzone is not on my list, but I do have another shooter. Uh, another shooter that I feel like uh, pushed uh, the genre forward, which you're either in one of two camps. Um, you either love this game to death um, or you hate it because you're tired of hearing about it. Um, and that's Overwatch by Blizzard. <laughs> yep, I'm in that second camp. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> So, I just don't understand it. <laughs> yep, Michael, you're next. So Overwatch, Overwatch is one of those games. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, there's plenty of fans that love this game to death, and enough, you know, there's a lot of people that don't like it just because of. Uh, I mean, there's a number of reasons. It does have. Um, it's it is a hero shooter. Um, it's not the first hero shooter, obviously, but I think that it popularized it a lot. Um, it was the first Blizzard hero shooter, though. So right, first I mean, Blizzard that's... hero shooter. Um, took a lot of stuff from Team Fortress and everything and kind of, you know, pushed that forward or, or whatever. But now there's this obsession with everything wanting to have, like, hero characters in it um, as a shooter. Um, Rogue Company that just came out. Uh, Call of Duty, you know, for the for past couple of years. Yeah, a lot um, of them do borrow from Overwatch. I, yeah, I can lot, agree with that. A lot. So, I mean, even now, I don't play it as much as I used to. But, you know, me and my brother was super heavy into Overwatch. Uh, I never bought any cosmetic stuff, though, uh, but, you know, love playing the hell out of that game, um, especially when you figure out how to use a character. There's so many different ones, and you can just, like, hone in on that one and whichever. I mean, it needs no introduction. They're coming out with another one, um, which is... Oh, yeah. I forgot all about that. Yeah, they haven't talked about it in a while, so who knows what's going on with that, oh. but, you know, Blizzard, so Blizzard's going to Blizzard. Um, so they have... Uh, <laughs> It's pretty much, I don't even really call it a sequel. It's more of just like an upgrade because they're bringing over all the old stuff. So, you know, we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's it for my for my uh, new games list. But go ahead. We're halfway through my... this. We're halfway through this yeah, right now. Halfway through. 
I'm, yep, yep. I'm I'm so happy because it's only nine thirty. Halfway home, baby. I may get to eat lunch before I go to work. Here. <laughs> I get so, to eat. <laughs> I get to eat. Yeah, because if not, I'm gonna have to go and just struggle it out. Uh, <laughs> this this my next game is kind of you said this was kind of a love it or hate it situation. Mm. This is the same thing for me. Um, it's gonna be Final Fantasy 15. Uh, uh, and go ahead. <laughs> And it is kind of a hard inclusion. Uh, if if I would have just played it the once time through, it would have not made it. But I played this game twice all the way through, and and, and more recently, I'd say uh, the last time I played it, between the Royal Edition, changing the ending, didn't really change the ending, but it added a whole lot, yeah, fleshed it out, it. <laughs> watching the movie, and playing all the DLC, the stuff that should have been in this game already. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just be honest, like... It added so much more to the characters and made you more emotionally connected to the journey they were on. Uh, I mean, this people. this game yeah. near the end, the second time around, and I don't know just because it was the second time playing it and I knew these characters more. But I mean, it was a, it was it was a heart tugging moment uh, near the end of that game. So I didn't get that the first time, but I got mm, it the second wow. time. So. Mm. I've been thinking about making that one of my PS5 games because the the Royal Edition yep. is going to be the one of the PlayStation Plus collection games. And Michael, you gave me the Kingsglaive movie yes. a couple years ago. It is to it's watch not the best movie movie, but it is uh, it is important to the story and it's uh, it beautiful right. to watch. I mean, it's absolutely glorious, like on the CG side of things. So yeah, yeah. Final <clears throat> Fantasy 15. Uh, I take take some time with it. It's it's not to be rushed through. It's gonna. Um, it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna be upgraded or anything like that. But the performance is really smoothed out in the the newer consoles. So from yes, seeing, Digital from Foundry, Foundry. They've been testing that one pretty regularly, and it seems to be locked at sixty on the light mode and locked at thirty on the four K nice. mode. So. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> Go ahead, Rich. Uh, back around to me. We're uh, we're uh, round and second headed to yeah. home. <laughs> yes. Dwight mentioned earlier. Blizzard got a blizzard. <laughs> And this is maybe another cheat answer, but this is a hell of a lot of content on one yes. Blu-ray disc. This is Diablo 3 Eternal mm-hmm. Collection for PS4. I keep seeing that on uh, sale. This is another... I, like, never end up getting it. <laughs> you oh, should buy God, it. Oh, my God, jump. Absolutely oh, yeah. get it. <laughs> this is another one of those um, like Skyrim-esque, start up a new character, play the campaign. The, cam- the campaign is just secondary to all the crazy stuff that will happen. Uh, Dwight, it sounds like you like loot drops, so you're always getting better gear, whether it be gloves, uh, boots, spells, as as attacks. To pay for loot drops, uh, yes. especially. <laughs> no, you don't. I mean, you just you just get nope. these things organically. Nope. Yeah, yeah. It's all in the disc. They have seasonal stuff, but I've never really been mm-hmm. bit by that. Like, I don't know if that's because I mean, you are two old mm-hmm. men like I am, but the like new skins for things never really jumps out to me. I don't really have to grind right. for those or anything. If I end up unlocking something through playing, yeah, it is yeah, what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't. We're, we don't sound like the whales that people are looking for as far as uh, skins and stuff like that. But uh, uh, couch co-op, that's also big in my book. Anything that I can plop down and play with a friend, uh, Michael can can attest to this. Uh, gaming, to me, at its best Absolutely. is when you're playing with somebody. And that's the only thing Absolutely. I can get from your list so far, Dwight, is all your it's games going... can be played multiplayer. <sighs> so maybe maybe that's where it's uh, trending. We'll see. <laughs> so, that, that's all I'm getting but to. That was Diablo so, 3 Eternal so Collection. where we're headed. Let me, uh, He's gonna throw us a curveball <clears throat> next time. Now watch. I'm gonna start on the uh, my next half, which is gonna be rematches and stuff. Before I do that, I want to throw in some honorable mentions for games. I, oh, um, Mr. Honorable Mention great. Guy. All right. It's, it's real quick. Gravity Rush Two. Amazing okay. Day. He's breaking form. <laughs> we are breaking form. What was it? Uh, Gears Five okay. is, a, is an honorable mention. Uh, 
Oh god, Amazing yes. Game. Huge Gears Five fan. Yeah, I loved that, it. That's on. That's on the the performance. I mean, for me, I'm a real. I mean, huge performance head, performance snob or whatever. It was pristine yep. in that game. Pristine. No other game comes anywhere close. I mean, there's games that can look better than that one, but none of them has the same level of performance I have. Like 4K 60 the whole way through. Yep. Insane. HDR. And it's the Dwight. We had some we had some hilarious bugs happen to us on Gears <laughs> Five. I got stuck in Dell's mouth one time in a cutscene. I was mashed against a wall, and as he's in the cutscene, you just see his teeth flapping up and down. That's all I'm looking at. Then when I got off the wall, I was literally in first-person gears. Like as I'm moving around, you just I see the gun. I was would, literally playing in first person. I kind of wish they would just Two add of the craziest bugs gears. from this gen. I would play it that way. Just I mean, I mean they have oh, like a tactical no. shooter uh, gears, like an overhead XCOM gears. They had a a, a, a gotcha shooter mobile yep. game gears, which Funko Pop bullshit. Which yeah, the servers that's, are that's going, going down. down. Uh, yeah, no surprise. Um, <laughs> Dwight, thank you for mentioning Gears Five. I, I was I cut that one from my list because yeah. I played it co-op with a friend, and it was it was my I, game I cut of the year it from last my year. List because I, I loved mean, it. I love Gears, but it's I mean it really hasn't changed that much. It doesn't need to though. It doesn't need to. It did to. though. That map opened up. That, the story that, that went was, places, man. You that, know that, that story went. Places. So it's it's definitely one of my favorite ones. So I wanted to definitely want to. What's your What's your uh, next? Uh, don't make me bust out the gong here. <laughs> so my so my next, <laughs> next one. Honorable my next one. Actually, well, we'll just leave it at that. Um, okay. My, the remaster, the first remaster I want to talk about, about which is my favorite remaster. Oh, so generation. all these are remasters from here on out? From here on out, these are remasters and re-releases. So, okay. Because okay. um, there's been a ton of those. Okay. This is the generation of the remasters. Because this absolutely they, is the generation Because they, I mean. But they ran so much better yeah, again, yeah. like we're saying. So the ones that I have on my list, um, well, I'll, I'll just get into it. So Final Fantasy Twelve Zodiac Age is my number one remaster for the entire generation that is an amazing game i've always um it's a kind of divisive game because that's another one of those games where you either love it or you hate it um but i have three copies of final fantasy uh 12 i had the the original uh uh like collector's edition in the silver case you know for ps2 when i first got that um then for whatever reason I lost that and I had you know burned it onto a hard drive from my PS2 or whatever and so I got like another copy that was just like a regular um, case or whatever uh, and of course I have uh, Zodiac Age the physical copy on PS4 and then when it came out for Xbox I got that <laughs> digitally so I, <laughs> um, I don't have the original international Zodiac job system um, Japanese version they the import, import which I do still want to get that. Yeah. Um, cause they did change. Go ahead and stuff. buy it on switch so you can just cross it off the list, man. Get get all versions. Yeah. Yeah. Just get all the <laughs> I do have, I have the switch and PS4 one, so I I'm missing on the Xbox, Xbox one. Yeah. And PS2 is what I have. So <laughs> Dwight, I get stuck in the same place every time I'm in like the King's tomb or something. And I'm just lost. I'm just wandering <sighs> around in these ramps. This game. <laughs> I'm just, there's, there's, the there's tomb. so much it to it. Sense. And normally, you know, really huge kind of like aimless games like that. I don't really go for but it is uh, the kind of stuff that I hate uh, is what I love about this game. And I, I mean, why I love this game is the reason why a lot of people hate this game. The whole Gambit system thing, I thought that was amazing. That was yep. that was fucking amazing. Because, I mean, JRPGs, yep. um, you know, got into them and I like them. But a lot of them, especially the older ones, really the best thing to do is just hit attack. Like, there's, um, especially Final Fantasy games, a lot of the magic... Um, attacks and especially like status effects 
Stat effects, status effects don't do shit in like boss battles and everything for most of them. It's so much more efficient to just attack. And especially in like Final Fantasy VII, once you get like, you know, double and quad cut, just keep attacking. Like there's no reason to use anything else really. So in this game, it's not really that case. And you can set up gambits to say like, hey, if this guy is weak to poison, hit him with that. If he's weak to fire, hit him with that. You know, you can set them up and you don't have to just keep mashing attack and just moving around. You can you can set up those gambits so it kind of like alleviates the grind. I don't know. A lot of people hated that though. They said that it played itself, and I'm like, bro, you're you're just hitting attack anyway. Like, like who yeah. cares? You're loading up the strategy and letting it play out. Yeah, I, need to, I like the gambit system you know, as well. Have to do this. So it's it's have to boot it up. Absolutely amazing. I mean, I'm not even going to go through the list of all the the new shit it does and the fixes and everything. It's just nope. I will stop you if you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just amazing. Just it's know, the way to play it. It is the way to play the it. Best, it's definitely the best version. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Okay. I'm yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to actually getting around with that. I've had I've been sitting on it for a while, and I I'm kind of where Richard is. I get I get to a certain part, and then I'm just like, what I do, and then I stop and I fall off and I go somewhere else. So you you absolutely yep. need like a, a um a guide for some of that shit. Here's the thing. I'm pretty sure we actually have like the actual guide for it. I have <laughs> I the just, I have the original guide. I don't have the Zodiac jobs as a guide. I'm pretty sure that's what I have too. But I I digress. sure actually. Um, they don't make any guides anymore, do they? No, I Sucks, think Anthem man. was the last guide. Actually, no, I have the Animal Crossing guide. That was the last mm. one that I. Mm. Future I Press is reprinting the Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition. That you can pre-order that one on Amazon. So Future Press might be bringing back some of those. I love game guides too. Me too. Yeah. I will buy some guides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, uh, next on my list, and this this is pretty recent, but it, but it stuck with me, and I was absolutely addicted to it when it came out, and I was working pretty regularly during this, but I was just I had to be on it when I was off. I had to be on this. And that was uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Hmm. And this was kind of, when it, when it came out, I was like, wow, this is tailor-made for me. Japanese setting. Uh, <laughs> it's a Japanese Assassin's Creed is what I've been wanting forever, practically. Pretty much, so. yeah. Yep. And that's kind of where it went. Uh, the story is pretty predictable. Uh, the combat is, is fine. Uh, the camera has some problems. I mean, we're getting closer to the end, so I'm not going to say this is a perfect game, but the atmosphere alone is just... It begs to be explored. The character study, even if they are predictable, is very good. Graphics are absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I, I just couldn't put this game down. I I haven't gotten a platinum trophy in forever. <laughs> but I got a platinum trophy on this because I just could not stop playing it. This game would... I, I'm, I was disappointed it ended as fast as it did. Oh, actually, that's good news for me. I still haven't gotten around it's, to playing it. It's not a super long game, though, either. Like, I mean, you could platinum this game, like, really no problem. Probably not going to platinum it. Definitely going to play it. Definitely going to play it. It's 60, yeah. 60 FPS on PS5 also. Mm-hmm. They unlocked the And I game. will absolutely be playing it again. I really want to play this multiplayer, so if someone actually gets on it. Because I only have, like, one other buddy that's been on it, and, uh, yeah, uh, he's not the most reliable <laughs> multiplayer guy, so, like... Uh, Sending out shots, throwing okay. shade. Yeah, I'm just saying, like the lone you get wolf. On it. The lone wolf is on here throwing out shade. If I could play the multiplayer lone wolf, you know I would. Yes, I do. but you I know, think you, you need at least two multiplayer games on your list. And I and I play them by myself, but you can't play the multiplayer here. You need at least two people. That's hilarious. All right, this is telling. But yeah, Ghost of Tsushima is uh, is great, and I I highly recommend it to anybody. So. Mm-hmm. Onward. Uh, this game is a long-running uh, video game franchise. 
mm-hmm. when it was announced. All that was really out there was the multiplayer beta, and people were trying out multiplayer. There wasn't really much about the campaign. Mm-hmm. They didn't even send out review copies. But uh, as soon as uh, people got their hands on it, this is a hell of a campaign. I actually did not beat it on this platform, but it plays super well on it. And this is Doom from yes. 2016. And this is a great revival. It's an amazing uh, impeccable game. gameplay. Impeccable gameplay. <laughs> Um, the what were they called like mercy kills or something that they added to it? Glory uh, kills. Where you, glory kills. Glory kills. That's yeah. it. Definitely where no you mercy. Could, you could wound the enemy. <laughs> and mercy, then... mercy kills. They mercy set them kills. down on a bed of flowers. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, that's the babality version. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're just a demon. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I didn't mean to shoot you. <laughs> yeah. Bleed out peacefully, please. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, but but Doom 2016, I uh, haven't gotten around to Doom Eternal. Uh, Doom Eternal but that game, amazing. the platforming is tight. The shooting is tight. The music is perfection. <laughs> the really arenas is. that they lock you into. <laughs> yeah. The arenas they lock you into to take out these uh, set pieces. It just... Uh, the, I, I actually really enjoyed the story. I thought the story, the story was incredible. was way for... better than it had a right to be. I uh, know. <laughs> it... it it didn't deserve to be that good, and yet here it is guiding you along and giving you giving you just enough of a narrative and just enough intrigue to to guide you from station to station on Mars to keep busting up these demons, but uh to for mercy kills. <laughs> yeah. But uh that was that was Doom Doom twenty sixteen. I, mean, I love that. that I can't wait till you get around to Doom Eternal, man. Yeah, uh, you probably won't like it you won't you won't like it at first like I didn't, uh probably, but give it give it give it a give it a chance. It grows on yeah. you and I love it. Now on Game Pass. Now on uh, Microsoft First Party. I got a lot of Microsoft First yep. Party on I'm playing list. the DLC right now, and it is kicking my ass hard. Ah. <laughs> so, it was really, I, really close it. to adding that to my list, because I also thought that was amazing. Doom and Eternal I, almost made my list. It's I, an honorable mention whoa. on my end. I never, never cared about Doom until until this one. You know, played the first um, first couple on, like, uh, uh, I think, like, Super Nintendo and, like, PlayStation and stuff like that. Oof. You know, and I was just like... We had it on Windows 95, the freeware yeah. version, the shareware. I, just, I, just, I couldn't get into it, you know. And then Doom 3 on Xbox, you know, it looked amazing. You know, I played it, and I was like, ah, you know, still didn't really get into it. 2016 is amazing. Absolutely amazing. The Resident Evil of Doom. Um, so, right. So, going right into my next one here. Uh, I'm going to speed up some of these, because um, some of them need no introduction, really. But Shadow of the, uh, Shadow of the Colossus on PS4. Uh, an amazing remake. Uh, I'm sure that game single-handedly oh, yeah. gave Bluepoint the job of doing, you know, Dark Souls remake, um, to do the Demon Souls remake, excuse me, because um, they're, oh man, amazing, amazing. They did change up how it looks, so it's not just like a remaster. It's definitely, I would say, more into remake territory. Um, it was a good change. I agree. Yeah. Um, but the you know the frame rate you know I'm I'm a fucking stickler for frame rate and all that you know play be able to play that at 60 fps is just it's life changing I think it's amazing but yeah moving on Shadow <clears throat> of Colossus is uh was really good I ran all the way through it in like two days after it came out um, <laughs> awesome I, I only my only gripe with it really and why it didn't even make the long list mm. is they didn't change like the ragdoll physics physics to yeah like, the insane guy still i still <laughs> feel of the charm yeah, yeah. I, people say that but i still feel like i'm controlling someone that's just had a few too many yeah like that, that's definitely a product of his time um gta 4 is like that too <laughs> gta 5 is like that to yeah. a degree when you just like bust ass like coming down a ladder i'm just yeah, like I hate what is this guy too. doing here so 
my only knock on it was the, and it's probably a good thing to a lot of people, but I, I always struggle with what's the best way to play this game. And there's like all these film modes that you can go mm. through. And I would just get lost looking at the film modes. <laughs> like, all right, I should play the game looking like this. I should play the game looking like this. I'm having like that this. problem with Doom Eternal right now. I keep like changing the, uh, there's like all these filters. I'm just like, oh, this one looks <laughs> dope. And then like 20 minutes later, I'm like, eh, yeah. let me go back. <laughs> too many options. Yeah, Don't give exactly. me options. Just, just, yeah. Too many options put me in lockup mode. Uh, so my next one, and this is, uh, I, I really wanted to put a Yakuza game on here because I fucking love <laughs> I Yakuza would, games. Yeah, I figured you would. But I didn't. That's I didn't put a Yakuza surprising. game. So instead, wow. I landed on Judgment as my Yakuza mm. game. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, and this no. is wholly a Yakuza game. It even takes place in the same city. But if you've never played a Yakuza game and you really are kind of interested in seeing what it's all about, you could play this. At the very beginning, it introduces the characters. It has a big, a definitive beginning, middle, and end, mm. and you don't need any sort of context around it. It's its whole story altogether, and it's a very good story that's not super predictable. Mm-hmm. Uh, finding out who the villain in this, is this thing was like is a mind blowing <laughs> experience. It wasn't super predictable, and um, it's a nice little detective beat 'em up game with a lot of stupid. Japanese, uh, you know, goofy shit in there mixed in, but it's like it's serious one minute and then it's completely off the rails silly the next. Which is, you know, and, it's just a staple. I mean, of it's a staple of the genre, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, uh, and and the, it's I know you don't like dubs, but the the dub is fantastic. The Japanese <sighs> is fantastic. No, they're both incredibly <laughs> well done. Again, options. It's yeah. always good to have, it, it, have it's options. Good. It doesn't it's good work to have for you. Options. It works for it's somebody. I, I was yeah. saying, I, I played. I played it dubbed, and I thought it was like, oh, this this is not going to work. I played the whole way. It was great, oh, man. But <laughs> so, they, but you have options to play in Japanese. So they they abs- I, What I love about it is how they use so many um, like high profile actors and actresses for that game. They really went all uh, went all out. Love that they did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it. I wish this wasn't locked to just on PlayStation Four. I wish it was on Xbox and PC. More people need to play this game, yeah. and I'm hoping that later on, since they've been putting more Yakuza games on other stuff, we'll get this on other things too. But mm-hmm. for the time being, if you have a PlayStation Four, which I mean, what like 114 million people do, so <laughs> get this damn game. I do, it took me forever to get my boss to buy this game because he would constantly come up to be like, "Hey," uh, he would ask me what games to get. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Get Judgment, get Judgment, get Judgment." And, uh, every time it would go on sale, and then he he finally bought. It. He's like, "Dude, why don't you tell me about this?" Just, I just want to slap this. <laughs> I've been saying exactly. So, uh, I'll throw in an honorable mention now. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Dwight's gonna break the rules. I'm gonna throw right. in near Automata. <laughs> near uh, Automata, barely. I had to I had to cut from my list, but just barely. So. It's gonna be a defining. We talk about that definitive IGN list. That's gonna yeah, be on yeah, there. Absolutely. So. Yeah. So, I haven't played uh, enough sure. of it to be able to add it to my list, uh, but it is a I've, great game. Same. I've beaten two of the What games. I played, I love. Three of them, technically. I've beaten, gotten three of the endings out of, like, 26 endings or something like that. So Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, go ahead, uh, Richard. I'm I'm done with judgment here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, this, this, one's a, this one's a little bit of a stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, bear with me. Uh, it's not like a – I don't think this will eh, – it'll sort of be a defining mm-hmm. title. <laughs> um, this generation brought VR into yep. the household – uh, in an affordable way. I know Michael jumped on one um, this generation <laughs> and as well. I don't have it anymore. <laughs> and, nope. But the, uh, but the definitive, I don't know, I would tell people I have it, and they're like, okay, I want to try it out. And I had friends, coworkers, 
family, everyone that I had try it out and, and experience VR. It wasn't ever like a AAA, like I mentioned, not playing Skyrim before. But um, every every time I would pop in, and I'm going to show off uh, PlayStation hmm. VR Worlds okay. for the PlayStation VR, I would always pop in Ocean Descent. And it is just, to me, the definitive VR experience. Uh, you're in this shark cage, and you get this, uh, there's like five episodes, but you start off getting this story about, all right, we got to drop you down, look for these minerals or whatever. And it's just, you get to you get to feel what it's like. You know what it's, you know, it's it's sort of, to me, that Mario 64 movement moment of, Okay, I have the I have the control stick. Like I'm feeling this. Like you can lean your head outside of the shark cage. You can look down and see below your feet. You can turn around behind you. You can look up and see rocks falling down on you. It just uh, that one even it's just one demo inside this VR world's experience. Uh, there's five other games, but it's called Ocean Descent, and it just to me it defined VR. And everyone that that experienced it, if they didn't tap out when the shark showed up, yeah. <laughs> they were just like they were just like I've, I've never I've never experienced this before. I've I've never been able to see something so, yeah, like this. So yeah, I got to echo you on that too. Every time somebody wanted to try the VR, that's what I showed them. Because it's yep, because I mean, demo. you don't have awesome. to explain awesome. it. You just sit there and, nope. and be immersed. Here, that's all you have to do. Like yep. you get you get VR just from that. So it's, you know you know what it it's is. It's like the Wii Sports of uh, VR. Then <laughs> there you go. Yep, that's another good <clears> analogy. <throat> PlayStation VR World. Y'all didn't think you'd see that? <laughs> no, I really did not. I expected That's to good. see some That's sort good. of PlayStation VR, but I did not expect that. <laughs> That's good. Um, all right, so let me just jump right into mine here. Uh, I have no idea what your thing is going to be at this point. <laughs> I know. That's why I, killed, I love it. And finally, it's <laughs> killed the multiplayer for me. I love it. Oh, no, you guys have three apiece. I'm down to two. Um, Odin oh, Sphere, no. Lifter Seer. <laughs> all right, was it Lifter Seer? Something like that. It's, your basically, game, man. it's basically the Odin Sphere, <laughs> the Odin Sphere remake. So, I love Vanillaware games. I love their their aesthetic, um, their look. Um, I have pretty much every Vanillaware game. I think Odin Sphere on PS2, um, Muramasa, was it Muramasa's Blade on um, on Wii? Uh, it's on Vita as well. Dragon's Crown. Um, I have Dragon's Crown and Dragon's Crown Pro. Um, as do I. <laughs> I want to get yeah, at some. Nelly loves those games, my, uh, you know. So all the like lower stuff. I'm, I want to still. I want to get. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Prin- I think it was Princess Knight or Princess Connect. I can't remember. Princess Crown. Princess Crown. Yes, that's what it is. I want to get that on, on a Saturday. PSP. Um, they ported it to PSP as well. All right, I definitely want to get that. Um, it's a lot more affordable. <laughs> there's also a PS2 game called Grim Grimoire. I think it was called. It was another one of their mm-hmm. games. Um, and their latest one that came out, 13 Sentinels, I want to get that. So I played the demo for that, um, the Japanese demo. Um, amazing looking game. Um, I also love front mission games. So I was kind of, I was thinking that the, you know, the battle system would be kind of like that. It's not. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, Odin Sphere is basically that same game, but in HD and... Um, they added some other stuff to it and everything, and it looked amazing already. The PS2 version looks freaking amazing, so there wasn't, really wasn't a whole lot. It didn't there run that well, if I remember correctly, because I remember playing it on PlayStation 2, and it's stuttering quite a bit. Yeah. Or at least it the loading being pretty it had bad. had those huge yeah. sprites, gorgeous sprites. It. So there, we have it on PS2, and then I actually got around to playing it, playing it, playing it when it came out on PS4. That was a late mm-hmm. PS2 yeah. game. Yep. But yeah, so that's, uh, I guess that's it for that. <laughs> that's it for that. I don't want to. So my, my next, 
My next three uh, are going to be very predictable because if you know me and what, especially if you've listened to no podcast before, mm-hmm. I've ranted about these forever and ever. So mm-hmm. whatever, just have to deal with it again for a little while. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> it'll be a refresher. Yeah, for let, me. let me let me give you a quick update here. So mm-hmm. um, this game I played extensively, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it was the longest version, longest series uh, game in this this series by far. Mm-hmm. Uh, took me a little over 100 hours to complete it and its DLC, mm. uh, and that's Assassin's Creed Ooh. Odyssey. So, you know, it's coming. <laughs> and you know, it's coming. Yeah, I was playing time. that for so long, uh, and but the thing is, uh, even though the gameplay loop of it, some would say, can be repetitive, it is. I'm not going to try to pretend it's not, but if you're enjoying what you're doing, who cares? Mm. It has such a massive, expansive world. Uh, it's so... It's so big and beautiful, and it has that sort of loot grind where you're constantly getting new stuff. You're leveling up. You're getting new skills, uh, and you just there's just so much to do. So much. It's almost overwhelming. Like Dwight, this is world. definitely not your game. It's too big. Absolutely. We're talking not. about open world, Absolutely this is not. insanely big. <laughs> Way too big. Too many distractions. And uh, yeah, I just I had that thing where the Ubisoft syndrome, I guess, where you're just going around, you're like, yeah. I gotta clear all these markers yeah. off this island, like, <laughs> I just can't stop. And and you know that the 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 missions you're on are just fluff. Mm. You, I mean, it's obvious. You go kill this one dude. Okay, cool. So, do, you, do you still go I didn't to the care. highest point? I didn't care. I still did it. Do you still yep, go to the highest still... point, and then, like, it fills out, like, hundreds of damn points of interest or whatever on your map? Yep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So acres. Uh, if you're not into that sort of thing, uh, you're not. This is not the one for you. It this looks is the amazing, biggest though. version. It looks amazing. It looks absolutely fantastic. And I, I do so. like um, the female character they added in there. I feel like it's kind of like a like the female character is like the main character, and then the male character is just kind of just like thrown in there. You see so much of her. Um, so I played because that's what I think most people pick picked her, but you can. Regardless of who you pick, they're both in the game. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, so they they actually play as a brother and sister. So, mm. um, I played as the male character, and I actually like the female character in the role that they put her in as mm. the as the villain. Spoilers, but whatever. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna play it. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I can't I can't speak highly enough. Uh, I can't wait for Valhalla to roll around. I hope it's not as long. I think they went on record to say it's not going to be as expensive as odyssey is because yeah. that game I, I couldn't do it again i think at the end of the game and i even posted this at one point uh there's you know the character's like oh that was that was really ridiculous <laughs> he was just he was commenting on something but he was more or less commenting to you like oh my god this game is finally over <laughs> sort of thing so but yeah assassin's creed odyssey can't recommend it enough and you could pick it up for cheap now uh give it a go if that's your sort of thing mm-hmm all right, uh, these last two, as we start the last two rounds, these are these are the definitive games this generation for me. I have the most hours in these. Um, mm-hmm. These are the games that pulled me back in, like whenever I had, I, I mentioned becoming a dad this generation, so whenever I had free time and I, was, I had time with friends, you know, this was, these two titles were drawing me back in over and over and over. The first I one is... I know what one of these is. You probably know both of them. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, my number one is absolutely definitive. But this, this game could only be done on this generation, I feel. Uh, it started off on PC in early access, and every time I heard about it, I was like, oh my god, I can't wait for this to come to console. So when Xbox picked this up, it was just like, oh man, here we go. Yeah. I and I, 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 had, I had personal friends, I had squads at work, 
Uh, I think Michael played once or twice with us. I played but, uh, twice total, if, if it's what I'm thinking of. So No other game will yeah. allow you to sit in a bathtub <laughs> to achieve a chicken dinner at the very end. Uh, that is Player Unknown's Battlegrounds for the Xbox One. Um, it's gotten wacky recently. I actually haven't played this in probably a year, and mm-hmm. I haven't gotten a chicken dinner in probably two years. I went along. People got good at this game. <laughs> this is the point of conversation a, for those early no podcast episodes. I was, I was just about God. to say, if you listen to the early no podcast, then you definitely know about PUBG. <laughs> These stories, man. This game told so many stories, and it's it it's stupid. On You're winning a chicken dinner by laying in a bathtub. I mean, that's the whole thing behind it, but <laughs> it's 100 people dropping on an island. Um, you try to scavenge for weapons and gear and you want to be in strategic places as a circle closes in. We talked about Fortnite earlier. Fortnite kind of aped a bunch of the stuff from this. Yeah. Uh, Apex Legends has taken off. This this generation has been the generation of the Battle Royale. And oh I think God, I've yeah. played almost all of them. Apex is good yeah, as hell. It is. It is. Um, <clears throat> this game told so many stories. Even those long stretches. I would go dozens of hours without wins. But the just the thrill and the fun and, man, I'd be sweating. It'd get down to the last, like, three or four groups and... You're trying to listen for footsteps, and you're trying to hunker down mm. somewhere, and you know maybe somebody saw you through a window, or do you leave the door open to make them think you're in there, or do you close it? You know, it just man, it would it would get so tense, and we would have so many stories about. I can't believe the jeep flipped over. Yeah, we most of the good stories happen. seems to be glitch stories. They're so <laughs> funny. That's what I love when a game breaks. If I'm not losing progress on it, and a game breaks. That is my all-time, please, God, let this happen, because that is some funny shit. It wasn't meant to happen. There's some crazy glitch. But, man, this is it, it's already getting next-gen support. Uh, it's going to run better than ever. I can't wait to fire this up. I have it on both platforms 4K, and PC. 4K glitches. That's, uh, there we go. Yep, yeah, I can't 4K wait. glitches. They'll be even better looking. <laughs> yep. Yep. And I'll die in, uh, I'll die in uh, pure 4K. <laughs> exactly. The porcelain on that this That is Player Unknown's so Battlegrounds. <laughs> God, I love that game. But, yeah, um... I actually played a little bit of that too. Uh, I, what was it? Uh, I did get into Apex Legends. Um, I fell off of that though because there's no crossplay in that. There's going to be now, but I feel like yeah. it's like, man, it's kind of too little, too late now because Warzone is completely, you know, taken over. Um, they figured it out. They yeah. did that little one-off one year, which I thought was still a pretty good battle royale, but Warzone yeah. apparently, and I haven't it, played it yet. It, it took off. I mean, every yeah. everybody I know that played Call of Duty, like they don't even want to play regular Call of Duty anymore. And yeah, it's it's, it's kind of I prefer regular Call of Duty. You know, Warzone's nice, but I'm just like, all right, you guys want to do some matches? It's like, nah, man, I'm on this Warzone. I'm like, all right, yeah. bro. <laughs> but well, of uh, course you are. <laughs> uh, so my whole fo- my whole uh, friends list, whatever. So now it's basically you're either playing Fortnite or Warzone. You know, everybody else is kind of just there. Um, but anyways, so going into my next one, uh, really quick. Second to last, right? Yeah. This Before is right? second to last. Yes. I'm a huge, huge Sega nut. Love Sega stuff. Is kind of the reason why I even got into Xbox in the first place was because of that relationship that. Uh, Microsoft had with Sega um, at the time. Yeah, it was like the Dreamcast 2, basically. basically. Yeah, absolutely. So this game here is a uh, remake of an older Sega game uh, before Sonic, you know, before it it kind of, Sega kind of took off in the U.S. and everything. Uh, Wonder Boy and the Dragon's Trap. This this is a very... Left field. This is a very good game. Um, I normally don't really get too much into, like, you know, platformers and all that. But this is such an amazing game. And the artistry and the work that they put into this game, the music, 
Um, you can, and it does that thing where you can flip between the old style graphics and the new style graphics whenever. They kept all the physics and the gameplay exactly the same as the as the um, original Master System version. Um, it is just an amazing looking game. You can even turn on the FM synth or not, which if you know about the Master System, it used basic chip tunes just like the NES, but it had like a little module where you could um, get like higher quality FM, you know, sound or whatever. Um, which is really good on some of those games. Um, it's a very powerful system. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's... And of course, those same guys, um, I believe it's Lizard Cube that made that game, uh, went on to make Street, Streets of Rage 4. Um, yes, which, which is fantastic. I'm a gigantic Streets of Rage fan. I actually did not put that on this list because I love that game. I love it a lot, but I wouldn't really consider it as like a game of the generation, really. Um, it's an amazing game, though. But yeah, the guys that made this game insane very very good job was not expecting that hell yeah i wasn't either i'm actually really looking forward to your top pick now so (laughs) (laughs) well if if that was number two so well you said they were not really in order yeah they weren't really in order i did the i kind of messed up and did final fantasy 12 first because that was going to be my my top pick but my next one's going to be pretty good too next one's pretty good i got you yeah go ahead Uh, so again, we're going to go with this theme where if you know me, you already know what these games are. So I'm just going to get out of the way real quick. It's going to be a Shinmu three. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone knew that was happening. Uh, so, and this is obviously the most personal pick Mm -hmm. out of probably any of these. Uh, I'm not going to recommend this to anyone who's not played Shinmu one or two, or even if you didn't like Shinmu one or two, which, you know, I, I understand those games aren't for everybody, whatever. It's fine. It's very slow paced. Uh, I think I mentioned one time on no podcast, I don't really get teared up at things like things don't make me emotional mm. uh, or, or if they do, I don't, I don't shed a tear, but when this game got announced a single tear, I swear, <laughs> single tear, so, yes. single tear of, of joy, there was dust in the came room. out there. Yep. Yep. There was dust in my eye. That's what it was. It exploded <laughs> in there at the exact moment. And, and, and really, if I'm in a bad mood, all I got to do is pop on that one video from GameSpot where they announced Shinmu 3 and that guy, I don't even remember who it is, gets up and like... I think it's Michael Huber. Flips the fuck yeah. out. So like, you know, <laughs> that immediately puts a smile we on my the, face. But I mean, the game... We were in that Sony press conference when it was yeah. announced. I kickstarted it right there from I, that I movie I kickstarted theater. it ASAP. And I, I'm still getting rewards. Yeah. Like, I literally just got my capsule toy like a week ago. So... Nice. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, this game is, it's beautiful to look at, but it it doesn't change the rules of the game at all. I mean, this, this if it weren't as graphically impressive as it is, this game could have been on Dreamcast. It does not play any really any different. I mean, the, the combat's a little different, but this, and it doesn't even progress the story that much, but you bet I took that week off and I was <laughs> enveloped in this shit. <laughs> so Absolutely. for awesome. like 30 hours straight, I was in it. So, Shinmu 3 for me as my number two pick. Mm. Number two. That's a number good one. Number two. I, yeah, right. This is the last this is round. It, right the here. last round. Final round. Does I anybody think I know, know what, what it is, is for me? but I'm not. I'm gonna let you say it. I'm not gonna I say have it. a really strong feeling I know what it is, but go ahead. <laughs> all right. So if anybody's if anybody's listening to any recent no podcast, this is consuming all my time. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure this, I know what it is. Then this has turned into a Friday night, Saturday night. Yeah. I'm up till two o'clock in the morning playing this game with friends. Mm. We're playing. It's actually a compilation of four titles, yeah, 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 yeah. and we're actually playing. <laughs> we're playing the first one. We're playing this game from two thousand and one, over and over and over. And uh, this game was busted when it came out. This was another one of those. Okay, I gotta have an Xbox to have this game. 
Uh, they've worked on it and worked on it, worked on it. I have no clue what version is on this disc. Does it even mean anything anymore? Um, <laughs> no. We got a we got a remaster basically of a last gen remaster, and then we got a remaster of the second game in the franchise. And the the cutscenes from this game, the way it played, everything was just was just glorious. And again, encapsulates everything I like about games. It's multiplayer. It's uh, couch co op. It's great story. Um, and that, of course, is uh, Halo: The Master Chief yep. Collection. Knew it. Yep, this, yep, this to I me guessed. is, God, this is such gives us such a good game. You get so much in this one box. You get it, yep. <laughs> and you get it on Game Pass now. And it just, this is a love letter, man. A bunch of these in my stack are like love letters to games. And uh, mm-hmm. like I said, they had to work on it for a long time. Yeah. And the net code is still. We still have, we still have crashes on Xbox where people's Xbox will just die, <laughs> and then it reboots and. And they have to rejoin our game, but this has turned into like every Friday night, every Saturday night, I'm playing this with friends, and it doesn't get any better than this, man. Yeah. Halo Master Chief Collection. We're specifically playing Halo One still. <laughs> there's a there's a mode called Action Sack where it's all these different games. It's not necessarily just capture the flag and stuff like that. And, and Michael's been to one of my land parties. I still I still will hook up a bunch of CRTs and uh, we'll play Halo One and Halo Two mm-hmm. for hours on end. But uh, there's a it's from the PC and it's called uh, muskets, and it'll be these matches in these specific PC maps and it's just shotguns and you have no map, you have very limited health and it's just nonstop <laughs> shotguns. And then uh, there's a mode called Hellraisers where you have flamethrowers mm. from PC, and it's pretty much the same maps as muskets, but you have you actually have the radar on that and it just man it's a game that that keeps on giving. And you run into some randos on Xbox that are just god tier, and they've been playing yeah, Halo non-stop for way too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in the middle. I'm not really. I'm not a good gamer as much as I talk about games, research games, buy games. I'm not a good gamer. I would say I'm not that great at them. I'm the same I just, way, I which just, is weird because you yeah. you know people associate us with like game people, and they're like, right. oh man, you must. They they assume yeah. that we do nothing but play games like and that we're like streamers we're and stuff so like good. Like and I'm just like, look, I'm not that yeah. good, and I really don't have time to just sit here and play right. games, play games and play games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either I this keep is... up with them. Mm. Yep, but, but this I is my can't ultimate. Sit there and play them constantly. So <laughs> this is my ultimate. That's why I rush through stuff sometimes. I just want to get through it so I can get Plow the experience. Through. Through, yeah. You know, game of the generation, Halo Master Chief Collection. <clears throat> okay, that's a good pick, sir. Highly I, I, recommend. It, I expected that. Yes, to be honest, I'll say I, I definitely mean, expected that too. Absolutely, from like listening to Ofa. But I agree. I mean, it's, it's that is fair. Good shit. That is um that is my honorable mention because they put a lot of work into that. They're still working on it. Um, I don't think anyone has put as much work as they have into making sure that it came out right, and they're still adding new stuff to it. It's one of those comeback stories. Yeah, yeah and there's seasons and unlockables <clears throat> and things like that. But this this generation, I think we can summarize this at the end of everybody's list, but. This generation, we got VR, we had games as a service really come out. We had these redemption stories mm-hmm. like uh, Ghost Recon and Rainbow Six and Fortnite. things like this. That just, and Master Chief Collection. Fortnite. Do what? Because nobody Fortnite, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All these games that flopped and they just got improved and improved. And Michael had Final Fantasy XV on mm-hmm. his list. That, that game that you play now or, or that you can play on PS5 is not what came out day no, one. Yeah, that is Absolutely not the disc not. version. Do not play the disc <laughs> version of that game. <laughs> but yeah. So let me rush into my next one here. All right, so my next one, <clears throat> this is a game that um, I've only played before or played the original on an emulator. Um, it, was one of the, it was one of the games that kind of got me into you know, playing JRPGs in the first place. Um, 
I remember playing this on a Super Nintendo emulator and thinking like, you know, holy crap, this thing looks amazing. Um, and it was just like a, it was never released in the U.S. before. Um, so it was just like a little mm-hmm. fan translation that I had to play of it. Um, and it had like co-op and everything. And it's the, it's uh, the, um, the game that just came out last year or so, Trials of Mana. So it was originally called Seiken. That's your number one? That is, that is one of them, yes. Um, Seiken okay. Densetsu 3. Densetsu 3. Is what it was yeah. originally called. Um, a lot of people remember... Um, I can't you know, I can't remember off the top of my head now. The, the other mana game that most people remember. Secret of Mana? Secret of Mana. So that's the one that people play. I played you know, both of them. And, and of course, it was on an emulator. So you could just you know, play whatever. But I played Secret of Mana and I played Seiken Densetsu 3. And I just loved... Three like so much more. That was the one that I really got into, playing all the little storylines and everything. When I heard they're making a full remake, I was blown away. I didn't think they would, you know, Square even care about that. Like it's not even. I'm not even sure if they made a lot of money off of it or not, but I think they did a really good job. There wasn't much fanfare behind it after it came out. They made money from me. Yeah, it it made money for me too. We got this game twice. We got it on that collection of Mana. We got a full English ROM of the Super Nintendo one you played. Then we got like a 3D remaster that was better than that Secret of Mana one they shit out a couple years ago. Yeah, a lot of people sit on that one. Yeah, it sucks. like a cell phone game. But yeah, the trial. Square's been doing it a lot lately, just like porting over cell phone games to consoles, but that's a whole nother conversation. But yeah, Trials of Mana, amazing game. If you've never played it before, if you liked Secret of Mana and, you know, never played Sega Densetsu 3 before, uh, which I wouldn't really, you know, expect that you have, but it's absolutely amazing game. They put a lot of work into it. And it's not a triple A level game. I would say, you know, um, uh, production quality wise or anything. Um, Definitely not. And it's but I mean it's an it's an old school. It runs game. fine on PlayStation Four. Oh, it runs amazing on PlayStation Four. But um, you know, I'm always more for, um, you know, people say you know, uh, gameplay is a lot more uh, important than graphics, which you know I absolutely believe that. Um, but for me, performance is way more important than graphics. <laughs> like the having the best of the best graphics to yeah. me means nothing if you can't hit. You know, amazing performance. I will sacrifice graphics for performance any day of the week. So this game, it looks good. The art direction is great. The performance is solid. Um, even if it though it doesn't look like Final Fantasy VII Remake or whatever, which they came out around the same time, that was the game I was more interested in playing. Really, was Trials of. They Mata. did come out right back to back, didn't they? Came they? out around the same time. I remember playing. I remember <clears> playing <throat> them back to back. Which was um, that's like a a Battlefield Five. Um, uh, uh, was it? Titanfall, Titanfall two no, situation, no, no, no. yeah. Oh yeah, they shot yeah, themselves. EA in the just blood. like so Titanfall two <laughs> immediately. And a Battlefront, they had yeah. Battlefront at the same yeah, time yeah, too, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. then they do three so, at the same time. It was Call of Duty, Battlefield, and uh, Titanfall all right back to back to back. To so me, it's, it's the same situation. You release Final Fantasy seven remake at the same time as Trials of Mana. I mean, how many people is going to buy Trials of Mana? You know, like honestly. But you know, I thought they did a really uh, huge disservice to that game. But I think it, I think it's amazing. Um, I'm gonna have to put some more time into it because I, I I didn't actually finish the version because I actually bought it on Switch and uh, kind of where you're going with performance yeah it does it's not there on Switch no uh, I, yeah, ended up, Switch. I ended up buying it on PlayStation 4 where it looks and runs way better <laughs> so it's not multiplayer right it is that no, one's not multiplayer the, the 3D remake is not sadly but um see the secret of, secret of mana to me is is a multiplayer title that's another right. couch co-op mm-hmm. i played with a friend so, so yeah if you yeah. if you get the the collection of mana on switch you can play that 
uh, multiplayer, which I still prefer that just because, you know, whatever. But, but yeah. Nostalgia? Yeah, nostalgia. <laughs> um, <clears throat> do you want to... All right, well, let me just throw in my honorable mention real quick. Metal, okay. Metal Wolf Chaos. <laughs> the nice. Metal Wolf Chaos that is an absolute XD. Cheap, but I'll take it. <laughs> this is this is not a Richard. great game at all whatsoever. But I wanted to mention it because it's fun. It's as so hell, much fun, and I remember playing this game on the original Xbox off of a uh, official Xbox Magazine demo disc. I had a demo disc, yeah. And you had to put in like a code to get to it or some shit. I remember. I, yep. I think I remember. So you put in this code and then it starts playing. You're like, what the hell is this? And, you know, it's <laughs> the president of the United States is in a fucking mech destroying shit with the worst voice acting ever. It was a straight Japanese game with only English oh, voice good. acting. I guess they just got some guy off the street to do it or whatever. I don't know, but it's it's just fun as hell. Definitely worth playing. I'm with you. <laughs> I got two copies of this just in case. I'm like, I couldn't get it 15 years ago. I'm not gonna let it exactly, pass me today. Exactly. As soon as I saw I it was announced, and I got and I'm a like, yes, copy. I'm getting this. <laughs> yeah, yep. I had to get my my physical PS4 copy, and I got it digital on Xbox just because I was like, why not? Let's support it as much as we can right now. So that's it. <laughs> we all dove in. That's a good honorable mention. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, <clears throat> so I'll throw in an honorable mention right before uh, I get to my my final one, I guess. Uh, and this is this is by far not the best in the series. Uh, but I feel it doesn't get mentioned enough, mm. so that's why it's an honorable mention. It's definitely not on most people's top ten. Mm. That's gonna be Crackdown Three. Crackdown from three. a that's an interesting case. Crackdown right Three mm. in the the single player only, not the multiplayer. Okay. The single player is just stupid, dumb fun. Mm. Absolutely. Which is if that's what you were expecting out of a Crackdown game, you got it, and it is fantastic for those reasons. So. It, it was sort of like Xbox's uh, Order 1886 uh, title from this generation. Yeah. Like it was critically panned for some reason, but everybody that has played it right. knows yeah. about yeah, yeah, yeah. it. It, just, it did not evolve the series really. I mean, graphically, obviously, it's more impressive. Mm. Uh, but the just, HDR is amazing. <clears throat> I wanted a game like that. Mm. I wanted another Crackdown game, and I got another Crackdown game. Right. So I mean, I'm not gonna complain anything. I enjoyed my time with it thoroughly. Maybe so. maybe we'll get another crackdown, and they really actually put that Azure Cloud to work. All the stuff that they were promising beforehand, they couldn't really do. <clears throat> yeah. Oh god, you got to drop it. You got to do it on a different game. You can't associate <laughs> it with crackdown anymore. It's like, no, guys, for it. real this time. We that was that was a bad idea. They should have done it on some sort of like <sighs> nothing with with any sort of clout to it already. Like you should start that on a fresh series or something. But they they've always some used, sort of uh like a, like a Rezo gun like thing. Some I mean, the first one gave you like what the Halo Three demo with it or whatever, so it's, it's kind of uh, yes, yes, that's, yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> you got beta access. That's the only reason we sold that. <laughs> I game. mean, that's why people bought Dragon Quest uh, friggin' Eight because it came with that Final Fantasy Twelve demo, right? So that too. Too bad those aren't so much of a thing uh, anyway anymore. But um, so yeah, going on my number one. Speaking of Dragon Quest, <laughs> <laughs> so. nice. Yeah, absolutely. We already knew this was coming. (laughs) Dragon Quest XI, Echoes of an Elusive Age, is my number one game from this generation. I did put mine in order, so I actually, this does beat out Shinmu 3 for my favorite experience for this generation. That should tell you listeners how how high up this game is. (laughs) It is absolutely, I mean, all this beats every Xbox game I played, every PlayStation 4 (laughs) game I played this generation. Uh, In my mind, if I think JRPG a screenshot of this game pops up in my head so mm, nice is the most like it's a definitive title definitive jrpg 
if if I had to put it under anything else, I've played it on 3DS, mm. I played it on PS4, I played it on Switch. I'm playing the demo right now on Xbox, and I'm gonna play through it again. Uh, it is a long game, Damn. but I don't even care. It's that good. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. So it, it's, it doesn't have like the most deep story, but it is a good, heartwarming, like uh, adventurous tale. And you're not gonna get uh, if you don't have any prior knowledge of Dragon Quest. The ending may not you may, may be lost on it a little bit. Mm. You'll still enjoy it, but uh, you'll get more out of it if you have like some sort of knowledge. Right. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, visuals, uh, the acting again, good dubs. It actually, it actually was dubbed to start off with. I think the Japanese version was even, was even in English to start off with. Mm. Mm. That's interesting. Um, it's the dub. The Japanese is the dub. Yeah, the Japanese version. How do you is, feel now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So that was true for the writing, uh, the gameplay, everything is just. You know, if you're into JRPGs and you haven't played this, and I, I've even recommended this to people that swore up and down they hated JRPGs. Right. And I was like, get it you won't be disappointed and they weren't so <laughs> i'm still i still have not cracked into that yet i played the demo a little bit on switch i'm waiting for it to show up on uh, xbox so i can really get in there <clears throat> um but yeah i've heard about it for years i even downloaded what uh, dragon quest 10 and still can't get that damn thing to so run I, on ps4 I, I, I got i got dragon quest 10 going uh, but it's you know it's <laughs> But um, it's not the same because it's not it's it's an MMO right. and it's yeah. not so story focused. Yeah, and plus, barrier. it's in Japanese. I don't really know <laughs> language barrier. And so. have that you're beating around the bush here. I just have that little Google um, was it the uh, the Google Translate and it's like that's, that's what I had <laughs> pointed at. That's what I had like I actually pointed. Time. I had my iPad pointed at on this little table mm. pointed at the TV. Mm. Nice. And that with Google Translate, the camera going on and uh, yeah, the things we do yeah. for games. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. I told you about the uh, you found disappointment. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you found anxiety. Yeah, you found that's anxiety. Was, yeah. yeah, out of the yeah. So the open up a box. cabinet. Says you found anxiety. I'm like, well, that's fantastic. So. <laughs> Shit, I fuck. I live in so, that. Yeah, definitely exactly. want to get it. It's like to I it. didn't need any of that. I got plenty. We want to yeah. run into like worse generations or. Oh yeah, to... sure. Let's. We got a little time. We could do a worst. I I found the name of the game that, that I was you were thinking, thinking of. of. Okay. Yeah. I did not prepare for this. Well, you can be I'm last like, if you want. Just if you want, yeah, you don't even have to. If you don't want to, but. <laughs> y'all kick yours around. Y'all kick yours around. Go ahead, Dwight. All right. I'll, I'll so I'll minutes. start this off. So my worst new game of this generation, by far, is Left Alive. Damn oh, it! That was mine. Was it really? Uh, was it? Well, I'm taking it that shit because that game uh, is fucking terrible. You know, I have to find another one real normally quick. Normally, I don't watch people play. It's broken. It's so funny. Normally, how I don't want you know. I don't like shitting on games or anything, but this game deserves to be shot on. And the yeah. reason why is because they tried to go for something and failed miserably, which is it, it's yes, it's really did. sad. So the mechanics just do not work. No, and and see, you already know. I love Metal Gear Solid games, you know, and I already mentioned early in this episode that I love Front Mission. Front Mission is amazing. You know, Front Mission 3 on PlayStation 1 um, was a game that got me into tactical RPGs in the first place. It's an amazing game. I mean, most Front Mission purists don't really like 3 because it deviates from 1 and 2, but at the time, I never even heard of 1 and 2 or whatever. Right, so that's, your, that's 3, your jumping point. Yeah, that was my jumping point. Amazing game. It has two storylines. I mean, if you know about it, you already know that it's a pretty good game. If you don't know about it, play that shit. It's amazing. Um, Front Mission 5 is my next favorite. That is an amazing game. Also, it was done basically with the same... Uh, I think it, has, it runs off the same engine that Final Fantasy XII did on PS2. Front Mission 5 was never released in the U.S., 
And if they're going to do another remake on the level of the Zodiac Age, they need to do Front Mission mm-hmm. 5 Scars of the War. Please do that, Square. Stop doing this shit. <laughs> Stop releasing, like, Left Alive. I was so excited when I saw that trailer. And then they had... And the Yoji Shinkawa artwork on Yoji the Yoji Shinkawa. You're, you're like, so, this is my shit. So they tried so hard to emulate Metal Gear Solid. Like, hey, you know what? Yeah. They didn't like that Front Mission Evolve shit that we did before. You know what they like? They like the Phantom Pain. So let's get this shit, and then we'll make it like Metal Gear Solid, and they'll eat this shit up. They'll love it. Yeah. And they failed miserably. When I saw that, that Yoji Shinkawa artwork, <laughs> I was like, fuck yes, I'm ready. And then, you know... It showed Let's the go. the Vonsers and everything, and I'm like, oh man, another front mission game is gonna be amazing. And I was like, you know what? But it's a it looks kind of like an offshoot. That evolve was, you know, pretty terrible. You know, ah, whatever. They know what they're doing. Square Enix yeah. behind us, they know what they're doing. <laughs> that game was fucking doing. terrible. They released um an easy mode for it, right? I ended up getting it anyway, because you know it's front mission, of course I'm gonna buy it. So the um, right. they released an easy mode, but it is not an easy mode. If you do not turn on easy mode, you will not finish this game at all. Even with easy mode on, it's almost impossible to finish this game. Wow. You're ranting as well. I'm ranting. This is going to be a rant shit right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> you cannot, I even, I'm not even going to get into like all the details on why, but just know that if you ever get around to playing this, even though I'm telling you do not fucking play this, if you do play yeah. it, put it on easy mode, and you'll probably won't beat it anyway. You still get destroyed. This game, it's, oh, it's terrible. But yeah. <laughs> I thought of mine. Okay. I, I can't believe I didn't remember it. You want me to go, Michael? Go, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> okay. I had to find some new ones. <laughs> this bitch took mine. This one's Left easy. I couldn't, terrible. <laughs> I couldn't believe I forgot this one. And we actually mentioned this earlier in the show. So the first, uh, this, this, the first iteration of this game came out when I was in high school, right? And we sold it. I was in retail at that time. Man, I almost did not graduate because of this game. We would system link Xboxes and play round after round after round of this game, and the hours would melt away. It's akin, it was akin to Halo at the time for me. And so they announced a new one in this franchise. They show off all these shiny assets. We, we're seeing this camera like zoom through the environments, and we got all this HD mm. stuff. It's a day one purchase. I'm going to a midnight launch. My brother's right there. I'm, I, this is going to be the greatest game of this generation. It's going to hallmark this generation. This game <laughs> sucked. This game was garbage. It was nothing that it... It was it, it, nowhere close to what the, the franchise... What it should have been. And it pisses me off. And they made another one. It pisses me off even thinking about it. And it's Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> Fuck Star Wars Battlefront from this generation. I hate that game. I hate its sequel. I give like me Star the pandemic. Uh, Thank you very much. But I, I can no, agree. Give me like the pandemic one, studio the versions. Was, oh god. With oh, the cards or whatever. They've captured a command post. Uh, they've captured a command post. <laughs> They're taking the cantina. Dude, I played it. I played it uh Monday on my lunch break. I fired it up and I was like, "Oh my god, this game's so fucking good." <laughs> I was so let down by that. Oh my god, no, not Star Wars Battlefront. It's like we finally got one and yeah, it's this. That was this not sucks. Good. I didn't like how you had to you had like these cards to do your abilities and all sorts of it was just Yes. Yeah. And you know, I sucks. feel like Battlefront two probably wouldn't have been as bad if they didn't lean so hard into like the loot boxes thing. Oh yeah, that's oh no yeah I I, I think it. that's where it got creamed at. They they destroyed. I really love the space battles and stuff in that one. And you know, up until uh, Squadrons came out, that was that was that was it for me. But 
There's a couple of games it's that got destroyed by loot boxes. That one in like that Marvel yep. game too. But uh, yep. oh yeah, Omega something something. I forget what it was called. Yeah, but that's a that's yeah. you know that's another topic. That was my most <laughs> easily well, most. I had to make uh, an emergency last pick, um, and and I don't really have bad games on my shelf. Like I mean, obviously I I have stuff in. I mean, have, if I'm you just, collect a lot, you want to have some. You, you have some clunkers in there. Yeah, so I, this is more of a disappointment. Show us Madden sixteen. Than a it's bad in there. Game. So this is what is it? Show us Madden sixteen. You got some clunkers in there. Should break it out. <laughs> It's a good case. Left there alive up in here. The day one the edition. Day one, edition. But, uh, <laughs> day one. I was in. I was in. I was in like you yeah. were. So. Oh man. Uh, I got another day bucks. one edition of something I was super into. Is Star oh, Ocean. I already know what it is. Integrity and faithlessness. Oh my god. Suck. <laughs> Let's suck. Uh, again, not awful, but because I, I, you know, I'm being put on the spot here. <laughs> but for a Star Ocean game, this is the most generic schlock. And you, they, they could have put and out. You know that's funny because, um, you know they did the start the one on three sixty. What was that? Um, look where it's at on my shelf. Am I showing the right shelf? Yeah. Look I don't what, know. Probably. Look what it's sitting next. Oh, to. Oh yeah, I see it. Look what it's sitting right next Star to. Wars Battlefront. <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> but yeah, the shit Star- shelf. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That was not. That was. I was looking forward yeah. to that too because I liked the three sixty one, even though that game was kind of janky too. But uh, garbage. Yeah, I mean, really, I mean, since PS two, which I think is, I don't even remember the name of that one, but till uh, the end of time. I got till the end of time. Till the end of time. Yeah, I got I got that one sitting over there, and that's the last one I really got into. But even still, like uh, the one on three sixty, I didn't finish, but I still enjoyed. And I still seemed original. I enough. still loved it, and it was janky as shit. <laughs> and it but, looked but terrible. But this one right here, I'm just like, it looked good. And it, but it was just so basic. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, why is this so like? It has no, no character at all. (sighs) So disappointed. I was so disappointed. I was disappointed Uh, in in another game that's similar to that. And I'm just, I just when I was kind of glancing around. uh, (laughs) And this is one that Cesar was looking forward to as well. And I I didn't hear his opinions on this actually because I, I haven't listened to every episode. Mm. But uh, so. I hadn't been watching this anime, but I was super, you know, excited about this game coming out. And I'm just like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get caught up. And that was Fairy Tale. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard him mention it. Okay. I knew. I, I remember before I left the show, he was He, he, was he talked about, about it a little it. bit. He talked about it a little bit. Yeah. He <laughs> was talking about trying to cram all the episodes in. And yeah, that's what I've been yeah, doing. I've been I like heard, yeah, binging this episode, but I popped this game in and I'm thinking it's going to be like an actual effort put into it. Uh, no. <laughs> It is like the most just thrown together shit. I mean, uh, available. So that, I mean, I'm still probably gonna play it. That goes into my rant with like anime games in general. There's just so few like genuinely good ones. I mean, it's just ugh, I hate that. I love anime, but I hate anime games. There's oh my god. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like I say, it's not. I haven't played it enough, and it doesn't seem awful, but it does seem very underwhelming. Right. 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 But uh, before we before I, I wrap up here, mm. you said your games had a theme. Yes, they did. So I can't figure this shit out. <laughs> nothing. <I laughs> this got, is great. I got nothing, so, dude. I played these in my favorite chair. It'll be some shit we <laughs> so can't figure game, out. So he, the funny thing is, when you hear what it is, you're gonna be like, "What? Are you serious?" Because it's really not that. Am deep, I gonna roll my eyes? But it's like it's super obvious. Favorite chair. I, I talked about all video games. Is that what you're every time no, I played? They're all they all run at 60 fps. <laughs> Every single one do. of them runs at 60 FPS. Of course Every they do. Every single one. 
Um, no, Monster Hunter World, there is like a mode that's 60 FPS mode, but every single one of them, Guilty Gear, Overwatch, Paragon, Metal Gear Solid 5. Final Fantasy 12 on Xbox and PC. Yep, exactly. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus, Odin Sphere, yeah. Wonder Boy, Trials of Mana runs it in 60 on PS4. That's such a Dwight exactly. thing Exactly. <laughs> so I should have known. Exactly. I also want to point out these are, uh, a lot of these are PS2 titles, so it took you two generations <laughs> I know. to get to get it to play I, exactly. like you wanted to. You know, see, that's why I'm so looking forward to this new generation because, you know, I want 60 to be the base. It's been too long, you know. This is not 3DO and shit anymore. It's not early 3D. The Dreamcast, uh, uh, the Dreamcast went for 60 for so most of the time. So many of those games. You know, it's very few games so that many did of those 60. Games. They targeted 60 on a fucking Dreamcast. So you're telling me that an Xbox That's why it holds up that? so well still. Like, get out of here. So that's, I mean, to me... And the argument I have for that, because you know a lot of people say, yeah, well, you know, it doesn't really matter, especially if you're playing like a like a like an RPG or something that doesn't need button presses. I would argue against that because the original Final Fantasy VII played at 30 FPS in the field, right? And the battle scenes were 15 FPS. But the battle scene, because they they did this just for this game, the battle scene and the menu below run at different frame rates. The battle scene ran at 15. The menu ran at 60. All the menus ran at 60, oh. so you had full control at all times. That's why it feels good. If the menus ran at 15, yeah. you know, when you're trying to, like, rush through and do yeah, stuff and everything, it'd be terrible. <laughs> so that's why... I, I never knew that. See, that's, that's why I say every time... And then Horizon Zero Dawn, it runs at 30, but when you go into the menus there, that's at 60. And the map is at 60 and everything. Good control, good clean control is always good, no matter what it is. I want 60 every fucking time. I don't want 30. 30 should be getting rid of, unless it's like a specific artistic reason for it, like the uh, Miles right. Morales, um, one of his costumes. Ray tracing bit, yeah. One of his, well, yeah, with ray tracing, sure. Oh, oh no, I, I, yeah, yeah, his, his uh, End of the Star Spider-Verse yeah, costume is, yeah. uh, I think it's as lower, isn't it? It's like yes, 15 or it's something. like, um, it, it goes on like animation frame rate, so it's like, it's on twos, so it moves every like second frame or whatever, so it's more like yeah. 20, it's under 24, so it's like 14 or 15. But they, but they did that in the movie to right. display exactly. inexperience. Because that's, how, that's yeah. how animation is, you know, it's, it's traditionally done. If you watch, yeah. you know, older animated, you know, movies or whatever that's that's how it was done so i mean to me that is great i mean an artistic or specific reason yeah that's great but if you say like oh well we couldn't hit this we couldn't hit this or whatever because we did this and that then cut that shit out man and have this thing <laughs> i want the performance to be pristine i don't want to be mashing around and then like you know stuff's not happening or it gets all jerky like uh i think one of the worst offenders is probably uh just cause just and digital foundry shit on that game all the time for like the performance in that game but i don't want that like oh, that yeah. should what not be an option. battle mage if it's that if you're awesome. if it's getting to the point where that happens tone your shit down so we can have this thing pristine nintendo is really good at right. that so i definitely respect yep. that they for are. except for link's awakening <laughs> right yeah <laughs> oh yeah well that's a story for another right. time <laughs> but yeah uh okay well with that it looks like uh that's about it Look forward to next week. Uh, I'm going to put a quick review of an Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 up there. All right. If I ever get one. Uh, <laughs> before we go, Richard, do you want to plug your show or plug anything, yeah, really? absolutely. Um, my podcast is uh, we record live on Wednesday nights. It's uh, no podcast, no outside food or drink. Uh, you can catch us on Twitch or YouTube. We're still striving for Twitch affiliation. It's like a goal that will never happen. Uh, a <laughs> show that Michael helped uh, me co-launch. 
Um, no, nah, it's about it for me. I got you. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, thanks for having yeah. me on. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, I should have mentioned that. Thanks I, for having I appreciate me on. you being on. Thanks for being with us. So, uh, White, I've heard a lot about you over the years, so it's it's good to finally good. meet you and uh, and hear some of your. You you definitely know your game. He shape, does. Michael said so. <laughs> Very nice to meet yeah. you. Um, I've actually listened to No Fod since the beginning. So yeah, and I still yep. keep current. So. Yep. We appreciate it. Yep, he he is keep one listening. of our fans. He's he's written in, I think. Uh, yeah, written in a couple well, of times. Probably at least. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, I think we mostly missed your stuff though. <laughs> <laughs> As we typically did. One got deleted. One got deleted from somewhere. Uh, what happened? Uh, anywho, though, uh, but yeah, uh, uh, with us, we're up on iTunes now. So whether you're listening to on iTunes or if you're on YouTube, uh, we appreciate it. Any uh, feedback or you know whatever, you can catch us on Twitter at Game Room Pod. That's Game Room Pod, all one word. Anything else, guys? You got? Uh, oh, uh, Splinter Cell and uh, Caravan Stories. That's they gotta right. Get mentioned, we got to so. throw that in. I didn't so, put Caravan yep, Stories in, in my list, uh, sadly. But, yep. Yeah. But we got to mention it every episode. Yeah. Splinter yeah. Cell, yeah. Caravan Story. We got to wheel those games into existence. Thanks for reminding so, Just to make, just to get them covered. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Play that. So yeah, the for, uh, please. All right. <laughs> yeah. For Richard Bergman and uh, Dwight Robinson, I'm Michael McLeod. Mm-hmm. And it's been good. Uh, good being here with you guys we'll see you uh, in about two weeks right goodbye all right, all right.